Captain's Log, Episode 90. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, located at 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. On this six poor episode, we welcome the Globehopper back to talk about his new position as host of the City Brew Tours Beer Club podcast. And since this episode is recorded immediately after their most recent episode, where the Globehopper welcomed the captain as co-host, this is the essential crossover episode you never knew you needed, but always craved. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 90, City Brewvengers. We're the beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers. We are the beer vengers. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location, location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brown Stout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in Fresno, California. This is the pale male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the borough of Brooklyn, it's me, the Globehopper. And we are the, the Beer, Beer Okay, that was that was a thing. Yeah, I like I I like that one. I, I like the the er er. We got like it was like it was like talk like a pirate day kind of, but not quite. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. I know <laughs> we we done good. We done good, gentlemen. We done good. Yes, we did. We did. Welcome, welcome, uh, all the beer vengers out there in the world. Also, want to w- welcome anyone who's following us over. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about this in a minute. But Jonathan and I, uh, Jonathan is the new. Uh, who's Jonathan? Who, I'm sorry. Who? You see, Sorry, I, this is the problem because we were using our real names on that podcast. The Globehopper uh, is is the new host uh, of the beer, the the brews. Le- now, see, this is City I, so Brew Tours. Another, City Brew beer Tours Club. Beer Club podcast. There you go. There you uh, go. He hosted. He, he was gracious enough to invite me on as a co-host, and we went from there to here. We invited anyone from that uh, show to come on over to this one to, to see what the next beers we're having over the course of the evening. And so if you're here from the city brew tours, beer club podcast, welcome as well. You're now a beer Avenger because you're listening to us. C B T B C C B T B C C B T B C. That is it. C B T B C. When you do it fast, it's really fun to say, but it takes C-B-T-B-C. a couple C-B-T-B-C. seconds to get it in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Globehopper and I just had a nice uh, uh, fest beer as well as a Tennessee IPA. Yeah. Um, Ooh, what's a Tennessee? So, we'll have to talk about that. What's a Tennessee IPA? What it's makes a lot it like a Midwest one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love do, to do, have an India well, pale ale right well, about I'll now. Leave, 
This, do they uh, elect they, a Democratic uh, governor, even though they were like everyone else Republican? Happy. Is that how this, this, how is this very, works? It's a very hoppy beer. It's got a lot of IBUs. <laughs> the IBU count is very high. What's oh, the temperature today? Despite the fact that apparently there are a lot of people who live in Nashville who aren't actually from Nashville. So who knows how prevalent that accent is. But that's a whole other story. Um, based on what you've heard from me so far, I don't know if this is necessarily the best idea or the greatest idea. Uh, but I think it's time we move on to the pores. I know. I was going to say, and I, I, I usually would say Glow Popper should go first, but honestly, I think that Huck and I should catch up. I think you do need to catch up. I, I, I don't mean to be impolite. You know, that's my no, whole no, thing. That is, but... that is, I'm, I'm 100% with you there. Okay, well, uh, Huck, uh, since you're since you're in the future or in the past, I guess in the past, in that's the where past. you are. Why don't you Why don't you catch up even more? Yeah, I'm just starting my evening here, so uh, yeah, I, I, my my quest to continue to bring new breweries to this show. I you know I think we haven't had this brewery. It's Altamont Beer Works. Ooh. Oh, cool. Great Maybe that. Wait, do, they don't make the Speedway stuff. No, that's another. Is that a different? That's a different one. No, that is Alesmith. Alesmith, great. So they have so many A named breweries out here but altamont is from livermore california if you know about the altamont pass it's a road that you have to go over to cross from the valley into the bay area and it's very beautiful and uh the altamont speedway where they famously had the music festival oh yeah uh, that's 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 my biggest association with the people were killed yeah (laughs) by hell's angels oh everybody be cool all right that's my Mick Jagger. All right. Anyway, this is called the perfect. Uh, speaking of Jagger, and, the, and this is really kind of throwback to that era. It's circa 1969. It says so. I think this is kind of a. Uh, it's it's um, called Shot Away. It's definitely a good Jagger. Just Jagger a vibe. shot. Away. Yeah, it's from Give Me Shelter. Just it's a got shot the away. Peace symbol on the try. front of the can. It is a West Coast style IPA, six point five percent. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Hello, uh, hello. Nice uh, West Coast style haziness. Oh, then it clears oh, yeah. up. It really does. There you go. And I got my classic uh, beer and cheese glass. Yeah. Pretty fluffy head on that one. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Very nice. All right, Beer Winter, what do you got? Well, I got kind of a fun one tonight. Uh, I've got a collaboration beer from our friends at 18th Ward, which I know we've definitely seen around the Beer Avengers for a bit, but also in collaboration with our buddies at Beer Wax, uh, which is a favorite, I believe, of the Globe Hoppers, or at least I feel like we we have spent some time discussing them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been there a few times. Maybe just once or twice. Um, yeah, but this is a collaboration beer that they did that is uh, was celebrating an album uh, called um, No Caps by Meticulous. And so they actually made a beer in honor of it, and they did a launch party at the brewery. Um, so I have their special IPA. It is an IPA 1.7% alcohol, uh, and I'm excited to see what they have done. Because, you know, we do love a music or a film crossover uh, here on the Beer Avenger Sphere. So, um, so let's see what a launch beer looks like. Um, also, the, there is a QR code on the can, so you can download the record off of whatever your preferred um, music spot is. So she's she's definitely hazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not clearing up at all. No, it's just haze. Yeah. It's just yeah. orange. It's just orange juice, y'all. It really Easy. is. It's it is just orange juice done correctly, musically appropriate. That's what we're doing today. That's quite beautiful. We I know. Theme, we got a theme going. Music, we do music based IPAs. I know. Right. I like it. 
Music theme right, well, decades, I should well, say. Well, since it is, since it is, uh, the, the, the Globe Hopper is our guest today. Yes. And since now it's just the two of us. Uh, I, I appreciate your your moving away from the format specifically, but since it's been the two of us, I think I should let the Globe Hopper go first. That does seem correct. That does yeah. seem right. Well, I appreciate that, Captain. Um, so I do have a Czech style Pilsner uh, from Obets. Um, it is not going to look like it says Obets because it's O B E C. We can get into that in a little bit. Um, but I've enjoyed their porter. Uh, so let's Ooh. see how their pilsner is. That was an aggressive crack, and I liked it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is oh, not great. what I'm expecting from a pilsner. No, I this, will say this I is am- very orange almost amber color there yeah there's the clarity but there's the clarity yeah and the head is delightfully fluffy it is a really pretty looking beer it absolutely even though we have the title Uh uh-huh there's the lovely little oh my lady on there there is a lovely lady. Do we? I'm sure we will get to the story of who she is and why she's there. Honestly, I have no idea, but um, she is carrying barley. Oh, that tracks. Checks all the boxes. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, my beer is a sponsored pour. That's right, a sponsored pour from the Beer and Cheese. No way. 35 11 Dittmars Boulevard. And this is part of the ongoing series for the provider to get us every single version of this beer. So once again, we have the Collective Arts Origin of Darkness. Oh my gosh. This is a collaboration with uh, Bellwood Brewery. This is a wheated bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. With Dolce de Leche. Ooh. That feels appropriate for the season. I think so, too. You know, we're, we yeah, are in November. Yeah. It is November 14th, so I'm expecting something like more fall-themed and spicier. Oh, and it's delivering for sure. That is a dark, thick pour. With that nice little subtle head there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So gentle. So sweet. And Just showing up right at the end. Well, gorgeous. And also lovely can art. Like, we do have to acknowledge that Collective Arts always has a solid approach on their can art. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. I'm not even sure drink. what the... It's a, like a... It's a... Can't see what the... It's a, I think it's 11.8% ABV. Ooh. All right. Cheers, Beer Avengers. Cheers. Cheers. Let's launch it. Come by. Mm. Oh, that's very nice. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> My favorite part of the show. Ooh. There's a lot happening here. Yeah, it goes from too. sweet it goes from sweet to bitter yes. in a really distinct way. It starts as orange juice and ends as pine forest. Oh. Like okay. it, it's a direct it's like we took we took a trip from a, a fruit field into like the Pacific Northwest. It's very, and it happens quickly. I am, I'm intrigued, y'all. This beer is a journey. This beer is singing a song in my mouth. And honestly, that's probably what they were going for. So I would have uh, two of these while listening to any album you put in front of me. But probably no cap would be the correct choice in this case. But uh, I, my question is, if it's singing yes. a song in your mouth, yes. what genre of song is it? Ah. <sighs> I mean, it's punk rock. See, it okay. starts sweet, oh. right? It starts sweet. It starts joyous. It starts mm. juicy and and wonderful. And then it just like punches you in the face with that like intense bass. And it just shows up and you kind of want to headbang a little bit. But then you take another sip and you're like, oh, we're back to something sweet. Excellent. It's a journey. It's very East Village. 
I'd say that. How's that Altamont? I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's got a real nice uh, bitter finish, but then it just kind of it kind of lingers with a warmth at the end. Nice piney and juicy flavors. It's not overpowering. You know, I do like it with a little bit more punch, but uh, it's a, a smooth drinking, light body. Uh, I, I, I dig it. I dig it. And I, I just love the theme of it uh, because it is about uh, the Altamont uh, concert. It says right here at 1969. Mm. The, beer, the beer is not dated 1969, but it has El Dorado and Citra, Summit and Simcoe. So those four hops oh. in there. It's a very modern beer uh, with a real throwback uh, vibe. Can you imagine that what, what beers they were drinking at the Altamont concert? Not, not that IPAs. Beer now. <laughs> no. We have to look into that. How uh, would we find out? Probably it's probably like Budweiser. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, Budweiser, or I imagine those uh, Hell's Angels that were hired to be the security team were probably drinking Jack Daniels straight out of the bottle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not to, not heavy, not big on uh, the head here. It's kind of a, uh, a mellow head that kind of floats away kind of quickly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt the flavor too much. So I, I dig it. I dig it. I tried Altamont again. Another thing with Altamont, they got their, their symbol is the, uh, the windmills. Because when you go over mm. the pass, you do see that the hills are covered in those, in those giant uh, industrial windmills. Bringing that power so- to the, to the uh, surrounding towns. So I have a thought on what beers they would be drinking. Do we think they might be drinking an Anchor Steam? Do we think that they had classed it up to that level? Uh, I've doubted. Rob Popper says no. It looks I'm like saying no. I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah, especially because this the Anchor was still at that time was was just coming back. Yes, even though it had been around, they mm-hmm. were re, uh, re they were built uh, built by Maytag. They were bought by May, Maytag, and right. that happened in the i believe that happened in the 60s they, they were bringing it back uh yes. so it was very early in and uh, for craft beers anchor gets a lot of credit for that but i don't think they would get them over to the to the massive concert see would i like I be, to oh, go, go ahead, ahead hopper i would say would i be wrong in thinking that it would be less beer and more of an herbal substance oh yeah uh, consumed uh, the, hopper, he, the hopper he knows he's correct isn't that the concert where they where they said don't eat don't take the brown acid? Oh, that was Woodstock. I, I think guess. that was Woodstock. That was Woodstock. Yeah. Yeah. Same that was year, same year. I think overall, Wood, the, the idea that like Woodstock was the mellow concert, even though I'm sure yeah. there was some ugly shit there too. But generally speaking, Altamont was always referred to as sort of the anti Woodstock. It's yeah. like those are the two sides of the coin. This is like peace and love and happiness, and here's a place where someone gets murdered by a hell's angel. That's the way you're going to go. I mean, honestly, uh, they, they used to have a nice clubhouse. Speaking of the East Village, they used to have a nice clubhouse in the East Village, and now they're gone from that. It's turned into law school apartments. Yeah, yeah. capitalism. Rah. I know. Hell's Angels. Anywho. Santana, Jefferson Airplane, Flying Burrito Brothers, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and the Rolling Stones. Pretty cool. Yeah, but I think the dead left. I think the dead showed up, and they were like, and they saw, they just got the vibe for what was going on. I was like, no, yeah. we're fucking leaving. I think that's, that's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly what happened. I can Tina Turner were there too. Nice. And there's a movie called Gimme Shelter, which is. Yes. Uh, I, that, that's, that's why I know that. Cause I've seen that movie and. Uh, they, it's a good know, film. It is. It is. Um, it's a great music a film. Where, and this thing happens at the end, but. Uh, 
there is this there. I can't remember what the song is, but Tina Turner is essentially filleting a microphone. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm that, saying that, I, actually, she's more giving it a hand job than actively filleting it. But it's there's definitely that imagery involved in it. I got you. I got well, you. that's that's part of the journey. Well, hey, yeah. uh, Glo- Globehopper, how is yes. that? Uh, how is that Pilsner Pilsnering? Uh, very, very well. So one thing I'll show this. Oh, Ooh, the lacing. The oh, yeah, lacing is beautiful on this, <laughs> which I do not expect on a Pilsner at all. Uh, it is also a little bit darker. Um, yeah. The captain and I were talking about this on the previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Our lighting is off, so my beers always look darker than his do. Um, yeah, we were having but, the exact same beer a couple of times, and mine always came out lighter than his. So this looks like amberish today. Um, it's still very golden. Um, yeah. But it is on the hazier side for a Pilsner. Um, but it is lovely. It's light. Very mild citrus. A little bit of that bite you want from a Czech Pilsner on the finish, but yeah. just not enough to be overpowering with what I'm calling uh, American Pilsners, which are a new thing, which we can go into. Yeah, we'll um, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and to... I've also been experiencing um, New Zealand Pilsners. Recently. Oh. Um, oh I like the idea of that. So are we defining that by the hop or by the, by the hop? Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, so they're using New Zealand hops with that. Um, usually that's going to be, um, what are those? Um, Montoyka. Montoyka, and then there's a, with a W. Um, yeah. You know which one. Yeah. Wakata. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and Waimea. Um, and R- so there's. Ruwaka is another one. Ruwaka, yeah. So those, and those are a little more like earthy mm-hmm. uh, Pilsners. Um, so this one is very classic to the the Czech style, very traditional, um, but just like I'm already halfway through. Let's just be honest. Tell us about yeah. the uh, brewery, if you would. So, yeah, Obets. So um, because this is a crossover episode, um, I actually talked to the owners um, oh. and the head brewer and owner of Obets Brewing on the City Brew Tours podcast, City Brew Tours Beer Club podcast. CBTBC. Uh, CBTBC. Um, a couple weeks ago. We had um, some vowels in there. We could like, Sibat. No, I'm, I, I, no, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll work it out. My here. computer does not like all those letters together um, because it just thinks that I'm repeating them unnecessarily because um, they're just CBTBC. Um, but... With Cabot that, back? I don't know. We'll figure out. Also, but you spoke to the brewer, yes. yes. Honestly, also, for those listening, me and Captain are a couple in already. <laughs> yes. Um, Two and a half, was, at least, at this point. Yeah. I was talking with the head brewer a couple weeks ago. We were interviewing them on the podcast, and he is a home brewer. So he Ooh. started. So we kicked it off right away as and as an blow popper. I think you said this already. Which city is that again? Um, that was Seattle. Okay. Um, oh, nice. I don't think I actually said it. Um, okay, good. I wasn't sure yeah. if I just wasn't listening. So thank you. No, for... uh, that's Seattle. That's something I often discover in editing. Like I asked a question of something he just said. <laughs> uh, I did not say it. So they are based out of Seattle. Um, they're in an area where there's like three or four breweries, lots of bars. So you can really similar to 
those of us in New York, like the Gowanus uh, nice. crawl. Um, basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of that same vibe. Um, so you can kind of just go stumble from brewery to brewery. Um, but he was a home brewer and eventually mm. was like, should I make the jump? I'm afraid to make the jump. And his wife was like, just do it. And so he did yeah. it. And he then was, as he was going through and getting all the equipment, there was a lovely friend, just a brewery down the road um, that was, he would be able to call up and be like, Hey, so I just got this equipment. What is it? Um, <laughs> and he'd be like, Oh, so that's XYZ. That's this, that's this. He's like, okay, cool. Um, so they were able to kind of go with it, but the name Obets, um, okay. is O B E C. Um, I personally was like, Oh, is it an anagram? Like, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. That is Czech for community and they really um they wanted to make a space that was a community that was where people could come bring in family and like create that place um that you can just come and hang out and so after going through different names but you know every name was like a little bit longer than the other they he was bike riding and was like oh opets He's like, we want to do classic Czech European style beers. Yeah. Obets just fits with that name. And as soon as he said it, him, his wife, his partner, they were all were like, that's that's the name. And so they also do pretty much all European classic traditional beers. Um, cool. Had their porter, which is porter number three. Um, it's the only porter they do, uh, but it's an English porter. And the reason it's porter number three is because it took him three tries to get it right. <laughs> so the first one was like, not right. Second one was I love that. pretty close. And the third one, everyone was like, yeah, that's an English that's porter. Nice. And so it's porter number three. I do love when a brewer is willing to take that kind of risk with their beer. Um, I remember our friend uh, at Circa Brewing Company, who I know you and I got to know pretty well, who would just kind of like keep trying things until they worked and sort of take an accident and make it happen. I always love when that's part of the story of a beer. Yeah, it also makes me think about Ebbs, uh, since they've mm-hmm. really fully embraced that. And I actually have a story about one of theirs, but before I get into that, I do want to talk about this. Yeah, I was going to say, really, we need to hear about your beer. Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, memory is a tricky thing, but this yeah. might be my favorite one of the ones we've had so far. Uh, oh. This one, uh, I, I really like the ones from Burial and Dugis, but this one, uh, Bellwoods Brewery, by the way, I was just looking it up, they're out of uh, Toronto. Uh, okay. and, uh, and Collective wow. Arts is in Hamilton, Ontario. So, you know, Got it. they're neighbors. Uh, but yeah, there's just like something about this one that it's it's just the perfect amount of sweet. It's like, it's not like, huh. as often as I bitch about pastry stouts, this is sweet, but it's just like, it's just the right amount. It's not overly there. It's It's got just this, that dulce de leche thing. I mean, honestly, I think one of the best, uh, when we talked about the whole black is beautiful thing, one of the best ones I ever had right. that was, was a dulce de leche. And I think that is just, it's a little, little, the sort of the darker sweets as opposed to like the, the like w- overly sugary or like white sugar stuff. This is more of a, of yeah. like maybe a brown sugar or I don't know. I don't know what, what goes into a dulce de leche, but, uh, 
but and I don't know what makes uh, it weeded. Uh, no one does. Like, but oh, bourbon barrel aged too. I'm sure the bourbon barrel aged tempers that sweetness as well. But this is uh, this is a fantastic beer. Right on. Well, so. So, so, cause I think Dolce, Dolce de Leche and I'm immediately in like fall flavors a little bit. I'm yeah. immediately in like uh, uh day of the dead kind of stuff. Like right. that's the, the world that I'm in. And is it doing that kind of transportative experience for you? Does okay, it give so, you, yeah, day is of it the a dead, churro? Because when you say fall, I, I think slightly lighter colors, but when you say day of the dead, I go darker. Uh, well, see, because that's October thirty first, right? That, that's Halloween. So, like, now sure, we're now we got sure. it's the crossover phase. But, but, like, when I think fall, I think oh, sweaters, sweater weather, uh, uh, pumpkin spice lattes, and, <laughs> and then like, yeah, but day of the dead, like, fuck, let's go dark now. Um, well, yeah. And uh, Fresno is like Day of the Dead Central. I mean, everything out here year round, yeah, is Day of the Dead themed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is. I mean, it's very Mexican here. Well, yeah, I guess that would make Not sense. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, so it, 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 Dulce de Leche is made from milk and sugar cooked slowly until it thickens and caramelizes. And I think that caramelization is part of what darkens that flavor uh, a little bit. Uh, I mean, you can have real, really sweet caramel, but... Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just starting to repeat myself again. But this is, this is, uh, this is just a really good beer. Good. Um, and and I know you say memory sort of plays tricks on you, but but we're feeling like it is the continuation of the of the narrative. They are, they all they all definitely are are kin to one another. Okay. Uh, and and funny thing is that like uh, I had all four of these when they first came out. Um, not all I didn't have cans of all of them, but uh-huh. uh, but Jared, uh, our friend from Sweet Avenue, he yes. had all of them, and he was offering flights. And oh, I tried okay. all of them, and I I remember deciding then which was my favorite, uh, but I don't remember what I said then. I should have like written it down. Uh, but it's very likely that this one was my in my top two. And I just say that because I've only had three of them recently, uh, and I'm sure the provider will give me the next one soon, and we'll see how that that one holds up. But I, uh, yeah, this one this one I think is is the best one so far. The the trilogy will become a quadrilogy. It, well, if that's if that's a word, saga, sure. right? Saga. saga. Thank you, thank you, Glowpopper, keeping us honest. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, well, Glowpopper, I know you've had a fun recent addition in uh, your adventures in beer venging, which is that you have taken on uh, this podcast that we keep talking about, CBTBC. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about how that came about and like what is going on over there? Yeah. So I have recently taken over the City Brew Tours Beer Club. Um, podcast and I'm gonna say extravaganza. Um, that's, 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 I, I, right. I, I don't think that's too. I don't think that's too it, hyperbolic a word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who don't it is an extravaganza. It really is. Yeah, it yeah. Really so it, it um basically came out of with the strike that was happening, where even though I am not an actor or, or a writer, a writer or a writer, um, I work in the film. Uh, I deal with logistics. And so basically, I was I had some free time, let's yeah. say that. Um, and they were in need of a host slash organizer, and so it was a mutual benefit of I get to meet people, do some work, 
get paid and get beer. So it's kind of like works out all around. Um, so I took up to be able to lead the podcast as well as find new breweries, which there are some really, really good ones coming up Fun. in the next couple months. Um, so after the new year, we have some fun cities that I cannot mention just yet. Um, nice. We're but, hearing about it, yeah. Yeah, but and also they might show up at some tastings with a small group. Uh, we like yeah, that. You know. We enjoy that. Uh, Huck, you're just going to have to make a trip out. Um, yeah. That's what it is. Um, we keep trying I'll... to get him to do that. And every time I mention it, I feel like we're getting a little closer to it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Someday. Huck's got feelings. Someday. Uh, or Huck, I'll just bring you on as a co-host. And then you get the beer. See, that's also a good move. So yeah, That'd be great. Yeah. Make someone else pay to ship the beer to him. Exactly. Even though, but here's the thing. So here, really, if you're going to do that, can you just get a box big enough for the three of us? And then we can just hop in the box and like get there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. See, there you go. And it's yeah. going to be expensive shipping fee, but it's probably cheaper than the flights. It's, I mean, honestly, the whole it? time we were is talking it? about Nashville, <laughs> honestly, you're probably right. <laughs> on, on the uh, uh, Globe Hopper on the episode we were just doing in Nashville, I, I said several times. I say this every time I do the thing, and I mean it, even though I haven't really done it. Uh, is that every time we I, I get on one of these things, I say I want to go there and do that. I want to I want to go to Nashville. I want to have hot chicken and beer and yeah. that weird uh, what what was that cocktail we were talking about again? The Bushwhacker. The Bushwhacker. Oof. Yeah. Good. Good. Like Golly, Miss Molly. Oh, gotta get that. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay, beer wonder, well, I feel like it'd be right up your alley. So what's in the bushwhacker? Because I'm already ready to go. But like, so what is... think of it as an alcoholic milkshake. Yes, please. Yeah, it's like a smoothie um, kind of a thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's blended ice, uh, chocolate, Kahlua, mm-hmm. rum, uh, rum mm-hmm. and they are basically diabetes and alcoholism in yes. a, if they had a baby in a oh. frozen beverage. Uh, this yeah. is really I'm, uh, this is success as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, they are great. Um, I've had too many of them, Good. and always do always regret, but not regret. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No apologies. No. No apologies. No. Uh, regrets. no I, I, I do. I do want to say one other thing about the uh, the the you being appointed the new the new host of that show is that I mentioned this on, on the other podcast is that, uh, you know, we've had people hosts of that show on our show before. So people who were hosts of that show became beer vengers after they were hosts of the show. You were the true. first pre-existing beer venger to become a host yeah. of that show. Yeah. So, you know, Which we're very influential. Yeah. It's going to just create a system of crossover episodes Oh yeah, um, yeah. we're becoming the Beervenger Cinematic Universe, or whatever, or which would be the Beer Cat, the Beervenger Podcast Universe. We're the all BPC. like, you know, yeah, the BPC yeah. or BPU. There's so many, so many acronyms, y'all. You're gonna break me with all the acronyms well, we've got since, going since, on here. Since the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe is dying, we can take whatever one we want to do. It's gonna be the CBTBC BVEU. Uh, you know what? Go. I'm just going to leave. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Club Hopper. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. Uh, and I was going to say, are there any, is there anything, anything you can tease our listenership, our listener base uh, with, um, or anything you want to sort of like, I know that like the holiday boxes are coming out, yeah. which are always a big hit, but is there anything mm-hmm. else you want to sort of mention 
So I will say in the new year, we mm-hmm. are hitting new cities that okay. have not been featured. However, January is going to be a very popular beer city. But Ooh, it's okay. not been, ever been on the podcast. Fun. Okay. All well, right. I know that shortly after it got rebranded, uh, that they did start repeating some cities. Like, I know they went to Cincinnati again, which was yep. their first one ever. Yeah. Uh, but there's we... so many. That's the thing is, there's, you, you're, you can only get so, some of these cities you go to, you can only get so many great breweries from those cities. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that is a problem, or whether it's a good breweries or breweries that have the capability to ship at volume as well. Right. That's Um, always a challenge, right? When you're dealing with mass distribution. Yeah. Right. And even though it's only a couple beers that some like a lot of the breweries here in New York or in other, other cities, they only brew, maybe they only can once a quarter or once or twice a year. And so even canning that much uh, in advance is difficult. Um, So that's always kind of the part of bringing in my experience of doing logistics is talking with them of figuring out how can we make this work? How can we make this a beneficial partnership? Um, Which is fun. It's it's fun. It matters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, well, with with, speaking of, of smaller cities, is Fresno on the docket? <laughs> it no. should be. We got good breweries it should, here. It should be. Um, maybe or definitely Santa Rosa. It sounds like that's a really good oh, one. Well, Santa Rosa should. Santa Rosa's like the Burlington, Vermont of. Yeah, but of if you're not in California, no one knows what Santa Rosa is. So I think that would be a wonderful, like, undiscovered by the rest of the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The beer. The beer I, heads I, I, know about Russian River, but there's. There's Moonlight and there's Hen House and there's about six or seven others in the like, city. So, it's what a, I'm saying, yeah, I'm, what I'm saying place. is, I would I would have known how great Santa Rosa was if not for the beers you bring on the show. That's okay. true. That's true. You are educating the people, and, and I've only been to us. the city once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are a truly bicoastal podcast at this point. But the Frizz has got uh, we've got some good breweries here, and there's some I haven't had on the show, like Summer Fox, because they don't can. Yeah. So I've never brought, but I mean, I could get a growl, uh, a crowler or a growler yeah. and I'll have to do that one of these days. Cause they are one of my favorites in town. And we ha- also have uh, a full circle, which I haven't had on interesting with full circle. Um, they're kind of a small brewery here in town and they, they, uh, they have a downtown location, which is really a, a, a venue. Mm. Um, so they do a lot of events and concerts and they just recently bought uh prohibition ale. Prohibition Brewing out of San Francisco. You know about that, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're known yeah. for the Prohibition Ale or the Big Daddy IPA mm-hmm. is another one. Kind of an old school brewery, talking about early aughts kind of brewery. Yeah. Um, you might have had one at, at Pony back in the day. Um, mm. But this little brewery in Fresno bought that sort of big brewery. So it's interesting. Uh, so they've got some money behind them over at Full Circle. They even bought a, another space. Um, in the tower district, which is like our East village kind of vibe. They bought it, they put their name on it and they never opened it. So it's just kind of this venue that sits empty. And I'm told by the older folks in the town that uh, it's really a legendary venue. I think it used to be called um, 
Arthur's or something like that. And it was like a, a place where, where a lot of bands would come through. And, um, uh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll open that up because, you know, we can always use more venues in town for sure. We do love a venue. It's a funny little town, the biggest little city in the world. <laughs> so are you saying that the, the, the brewery is called prohibition or the beer that they have that's most popular is called prohibition? The brewery is prohibition. They have okay. prohibition ale is there. They're I all see. very, uh, all of them. Well, it's, are it's cr- funny because I, I found a beer. Themed. I, yeah. I, I had a beer called Prohibition Ale, but it was from Speakeasy Ales. Ooh. Oh, you know what? That might be the name. I'm sorry. Are you, oh, okay. are you, li- are you lying to us, Huck? I'm looking oh, at a red ale that I had. Lying. No, I I'm had just two having of a Mandela it. effect. It's a Huck this, Up. It's a huck this up. Was it in, is a uh, Huck Up. You're right. This was in 2014. Yeah, that I had about two right. of them. Uh, and you toasted one of them uh, at uh, Tribeca Paint. I don't even what? know what that was. What? what in the world were you doing? Were you no huffing idea. paint and drinking beer at the same time? I don't know, but the, uh, I don't know if that was a beer that existed. It was at 217 West Broadway, and it says it's a hardware store. I don't know. Or may, maybe, what? maybe maybe there was a bar there, and now it's big Tribeca Paint. And but that's what is listed. Oh, the, wait a second. What, what's, the what's the location again? again? 217 yeah, West Broadway. Was that, um, oh god, was that when Randolph had their their NoHo location? Because that Maybe. really sounds like it might that have been Randolph's be NoHo yeah. location. 2014. Oh, wow. Randolph. This when Randolph was, was Randolph had their dive. had their no. NoHo location. Yeah, that well, was not on, on West Broadway, though. Not on no, West Broadway. Where, where was that? It was I over on the east side of like. East of Broadway, Got essentially. It. I'd call it like wow. Lower Bowery. Well, uh, uh, we'll area. get to the bottom of this before the next episode. But, uh, but either way, right. it is Speakeasy Ales, and I apologize to the folks That's at right. Speakeasy. Uh, and 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 they now they sell the Big Daddy at the Full Circle Brewing, so I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a good beer to have. Well, now I have to look and see if there are any other Speakeasies in here. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm just now. I'm just. Ale, I'm surprised we wouldn't have had it at at, at Pony, you know. Let me oh, I, I mean, I probably did. I, I'm now that I put it in Speakeasy, I'm getting a, a shit ton of things. Uh, like I had, yeah, and that's oh, a real Alex. San Francisco brewery. They, they. Uh, yeah, I've got um, I've got one that's called the Barrel Ace Scarface Imperial Stout. I've got the Black Hand Chocolate Milk Stout. I've got Butchertown Black Ale, Scarlet Red Rye Ale, Payback Coffee Porter. Yeah, so a and lot it of good says food. here on the on their on the uh, untapped subsidiary of Full Circle Brewing Company. There okay. you go. So Fresno's taking over. The Fres- well, yep. uh, also, Tribeca Paint was actually a bar in an old hardware store, and now it is an Ace Hardware. Okay. Oh. Even though it's listed as a Tribeca Paint when I look it up there. Yeah, the truth funny. comes out. That's it always wild. does. So it was so, just like maybe like a regular bar. Maybe it wasn't a beer bar, but they had a. Yeah. You happened to be there one night. You were probably going to a movie or a show or something. And yeah. Popped uh, in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel weird being the first one of us to do this since I already opened up saying that I'd had the, the most beers of everyone, but no one oh else had this yet. So I'm moving on to my second pour. Bless uh, us all. And uh, this is one, actually, this is a shout out to everyone from the so uh we've talked a lot about how that's all nashville this month and we had a beer tonight from southern grist 
It just so Ooh. happens that I recently got everyone heard on this podcast last time about the I got my box of beers from Tavor and I got some yes. wonderful beers from Southern Grist here. So crossover Fun. continues. Uh, I had a wonderful uh, 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 what was it called? It was something crisp, but it was it was a Schwartz beer. But this is one. I haven't had yet, but never fear those of you who are listening who might be attending the next Palooza. I have two of these. Oh, my. So oh, good. Maybe, maybe. But this is the one that when I did the uh, Instagram live thing, I couldn't find the title anywhere on the on the bottle and I still of the can. And I still can't. But now I know the name. <laughs> of it. This is the Southern Grist. It's a S'more Stout. It's called Light It Up. Oh, God. Well, because that's Light what you up, do. Cap. You, you, you put the some more in the fire and you light it up. And you do. You make fire. You make fire this happen. This is like, and, 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 and though this is a strong one, it's about a 7%. So let's uh, let's see what we got here. Well, it's dark. Oh, my. Oh, it that is, is sure. dark. But the head That's, is not insubstantial. No, but oh, it's, it's beautiful looking beer. Oh, lightly yeah. colored, yeah. Honestly, if I went to a paint store and I saw that color, I would buy that color of paint. <laughs> Even if I hadn't drunk a beer or two in the back, questionably. You can see there the, the some more there where they're sort of pulling it apart. So you can see the marshmallow there. I see a milk stout and I want to paint it black. Oh and we're back to the stones again. It's all... It's all. It all comes full references. circle. Yeah. It all comes full circle. That's what we do here uh, at the... Full Circle uh, Brewing Company. Yeah, this is oh definitely sweeter than the last one, but so far I, I like it a lot. <sighs> oh dear, what have we even done, gentlemen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know. Whatever, whatever we, we did, I'm proud of us. We are. Uh, we we are. We are. I think in the midst of producing what is what is the. It's wonderful that Globe Hopper is here because I think what what's going on now is is the highlight for many episodes for him. Oh yeah, always. It may be one of the finest episodes in Beer Ventures history. I I love second pour episodes, or or, or fourth pour. Fourth, <laughs> fourth. your fourth yet, Globehopper? I or should we let was actually, move on to his? Oh, he's I working on his first. Asking, you know what? I'm gonna bring in my fourth pour. Yes, you yeah. are. So, this is I mean, we're all making good choices tonight. I'm proud of us. And so, and for anyone who's out there who's listening to us talking about this. We, we've been talking a lot to the City Brew Tours people, but if you're one of our listeners, please go listen to the City Brew Tours Beer Club podcast because even though you have to subscribe to see the live cast, it's they're free for everyone. So if you want to hear our first two pours, you can go listen to that there. Yeah. So, um, so with this one, it's a beautiful bottle. Um, so this is um, Maiz Azul. Which is Ooh. blue corn um, from La Bru. Um, it's Severseria La Bru. Um, ah. They are a, as the globe hopper, I should bring international beers to the podcast. You started with right. Czech, the Czech Republic, and yeah. Yeah, I started with the Czech. Um, so we, this is a uh, ale brewed with Mexican blue corn. Oh, um, and they are a craft beer, um, craft brewery out of Mexico and basically just wanted to make beer that is using ingredients um, locally and just classic to their area. And it's a beautiful, 
it's a beautiful beer. That's the yeah. thing you just have to acknowledge. It's just yeah. a gorgeous looking beer. Yeah. I know this is a dirty glass, so I apologize. But oh you know what? Um, Honestly, we're all disappointed. But it's beautiful. Um, I have actually had this beer before. Oh, um, okay. And it is lovely every single time. Uh, nice. Very light lager, Mexican lager uh, with technically a cream ale um, mm-hmm. because it is does have that blue corn in there. Um, but the head does dissipate almost immediately. Um, but it's just lovely. Excellent. Yeah. It looks like the blue corn. I don't know if that gives it that, that darker color, but yeah, it gives it a little bit. Well, I mean, it's amber lighter. color. It's not, uh, the <laughs> lighting is off. Um, it would be it's blue. more, it's actually blue. It's actually blue. No. Um, it would be more of like a straw color. Um, my lighting is just off. Um, but it is fairly see-through and it, the blue corn gives it a really, really nice sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it's light, but it has like a sugary sweetness from the corn. Is, nice. this, our okay. first, is this our first Mexican beer on the show? That seems uh, unlikely. That does seem unlikely. I feel like we must have uh, had one, but may, I, I, may, honestly, may, Globe, Globe probably would have brought it. Maybe the first actual Mexican, but I feel like we've had Mexican style before. No, we have. Yeah, we definitely had Mexican style, but maybe not actual beers from Mexico. Yeah, I think you're probably very. Yeah, you're probably right about that. No one's brought a Pacifico on. (sighs) Missed opportunity or a Victoria on on cheap beer day. What was that? What was that episode called? Uh, Macromania, I think. Macromania. Yeah. Well, look, I I brought you the Budlite, that classic. Yeah. Lime, budli te lime, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is basically, which if you say it in the right uh, misappropriation and cultural appropriation, it does become a Mexican beer, I guess. Yeah, because <laughs> they were what they were trying to make it Corona, right? That was their goal. Yes, right, I think you're right. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I do think uh, we, we've talked about the the beers we've introduced our second pours. Uh, I, I did tease a little earlier that I wanted to talk about something from Ebbs. Uh, yes. About a week yeah. ago, I went to see this movie uh, at the Village East Cinema mm-hmm. called Fingernails. Yes, it's on the TV now. I haven't. Uh, or it's on yeah, Apple it's TV. On, it's on the Apple thing, but I uh, I have this subscription where they give me a free movie every week in a theater, and that week it was Fingernails, and uh, and it's about this whole idea where uh, you can tell if you're in love with someone if you just pull out each other's fingernails. Gross. Oh. It's like a clinic you go to gross. and they will pull out your Gah, fingernail gross. and your partner's fingernails and uh, and uh, and they will tell you like, okay, uh, you are not in love with each other. Why are we or, making these choices? Or one of you is in love with each other, the other right. person, but we can't tell you which one because all we know is that it's 50%. Or, no. yes, it's a positive test. You're both in love with each other. It would be no. unethical to tell you. <laughs> no, they actually don't know. Now, when, uh, I, when I, you first said that, I thought that you were you were saying that you know you're in love with the other person if you pull their fingernail out. Ugh. No. And, that, that, well, be and a, they still love you. I, I'd oh, like to I see still that love movie, you, too. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, this whole deal is, I, I, I mean, I, by the, my only criticism of the movie is at the end, uh, I couldn't figure out if this was real science or a uh, society that been gaslighted into believing it was real science. But th- that's not my larger point. My larger point is I, uh, it's right across the street Off from the, the 11th street ale house. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good point. And, 
and uh, and I had I didn't realize that Ebbs had started making a barrel aged stout. Oh, and of okay. course, because of the way they named their beers, it's called Barrel Number One. Uh, right, naturally, Huck and Huck and Beer Wonder. I, I sent you pictures of it. Yes, uh, you did. Yes, I recall. But I was I was very excited. It was a really good beer, and the story is not much more to the story than that. But I, uh, I just uh, and then and then you found five dollars and learned the true meaning of Christmas. Sure, let's let's say that. Let's wrap it up with a pretty bow. I love well, you know, it's all it is we're bordering on the holiday season. So Yeah, we're right up Sure, against yeah, it. sure. Yeah, I know you I know you were saying earlier you wanted to talk about your uh, your Thanksgiving plans. Yeah, what are your Thanksgiving plans? Well, I I my, mine are less exciting. What I want to know is about one of Globehopper's uh, truly beautiful moments that I know happens, which is the uh, acquisition of the Christmas tree via New York City transit. Yes. So I always call it the pilgrimage yes. of the uh, Christmas tree. Um, because why would I use a car when I can Definitely. use the subway? Um, so You've every, made excellent points already. Yeah, every Black Friday, Saturday-ish, right around that time, um, we get a tree on sale. And then we transition it back to our place in Brooklyn uh via public transit and so i haven't done it yet obviously we have we're week and a half out um but always looking forward to it last year the trees came fresh from canada and actually still had snow on them and so i actually got yelled at by the uh conductor um because i usually try to hit middle of the train because that's where you have the open spot for the handicaps near the conductor booth Mm -hmm. um but the snow started to melt during the trip and the liquid started to go into the conductor booth Mm. um which is not a problem except he came out and was like is that i was like it's just ice he's like Okay, and then he went back in. Um, because... Oh, he th- he thought you'd had an incident. Yes, uh, mm. he thought I had an incident. I did not. I was like, it's just no, and he was perfectly fine. Um, but yeah, no, that's the yearly tradition is getting a tree, um, usually from Whole Foods, and then we just take it on the train back to Brooklyn. Now, I, I it's it's adorable tradition, but. Uh... Is there not maybe a tree place within walking distance, or that's nope. just nope, no, there's not. It's a it's it's, it's a, the neighborhood you live in, if I recall, Globe Hopper is not necessarily one where um, the the Christmas the, is not celebrated. Not really, not really. A, that neighborhood's not really going for the Christmas thing. We do, if we uh, wanted to talk Hanukkah, we could maybe get some traction there. Yeah, they're going okay. for more of the menorah candlelight kind of vibe. Yeah, if you went to drag a giant menorah down the street, I I could get that next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Christmas trees, not so much. Yeah, I think the last Christmas tree I had was around 2007. Wow. What yeah. Was the, what was the occasion? Yeah. Why? Uh, Did you just feel like I, it? I, this is the thing. Is like when we when this comes up, I, uh, I a little bit it came out on the last episode when I talked about uh, the time I uh, woke up in Coney Island. Uh, yes. is that I, uh, Good time. I, I once was living with a person who it was important to that person that I, that we had a real Christmas tree. 
and it had to be a real Christmas tree every time. And and it was often my my responsibility to get that, even though it wasn't my choice to have that. Hmm. And somehow Uh. it was often my responsibility to dispose of that. And I uh, (laughs) sounds like a lot of responsibility. It did. So when I stopped having that responsibility, I fully embraced it, and I've never had a Christmas tree since. It's not that I'm anti-Christmas or even anti-Christmas tree, but it was one of those things where I was just relieved to like, you know, in making a life transition, like, well, there's something I never have to do again. Listen, if I didn't live with Cider Girl, I I would never, I would never have any decorations for any. Well, there you go. That's, that's, that's that's where I am. But, but yeah. Not that I hate them. I just wouldn't bother. That's what I'm saying. I don't bother because... You know, I uh, I have I celebrate things in my own ways. Uh, yeah. We probably talked about my balls on the show before. Uh, oh, yeah, I, we have we I have discussed your balls in in detail in detail. That is I've a had those balls melting in my mouth before. So I mean, yeah, I, I always about. enjoy uh, I, I I enjoy sharing my balls with everyone. Um, As you should. I. Uh, these are these are these are these are chocolate balls with bourbon. In oh yes, yeah, you should explain that to the yes, folks. I, 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 well, I should. Especially we if have, you have to keep the explicit rating because I did. I vaguely made a reference on the previous podcast that we were on. I, I can't. I can't. We're going back and forth between Beer Avengers listeners, City Brewers listeners. But yeah, I make a, a lovely, sweet treat every year. Uh, and they are balls. They are in the shape they of balls. Delicious. They have chocolate, sour cream, and they are delicious bourbon, and uh, powdered sugar. And yeah, I agree. They are delicious. But, yeah, thank the you powdered sugar. The powdered sugar really brings it all together. I'm just saying, if they're I not so. if they're not covered in powdered sugar, why are you even doing it? Who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll even uh, you know when I was talking before about Stoutapalooza, or did I talk? Yes, about, uh, you mentioned uh, it. Yes, so, I, well, I mentioned it because because the uh, if anyone is worried who's coming to Stoutapalooza that this is one, I still have another one of these in the refrigerator because I have been slowly sampling. I've, I'm slowly. I've probably had about a dozen of them at this point, but I've only been sampling the ones that I have doubles of. So anyone who's coming to Stoutapalooza. You will have a. You may have an opportunity to sample them there. Very true. Well, here's the thing: we we we've we've covered the holidays. We've gotten out of pumpkin beer season. Thank goodness. At least that's my opinion. Yeah. I know Glowhopper has additional thoughts on that, but but I think we may have we 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 may have solved the world's beer needs at least for this this time around yeah, unless anyone I, I, has anything else to. Well, here's the thing: we have all sorts of new listeners, and here's the thing: I know they've been enthralled. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we, we all were, we've, we're always enthralling. We we've hit the heights of beer venger dub. Plus, we have the globe hopper here, which is always a good time. But yes. if if folks who come over from CBTBC would like to get in touch with the beer vengers, where should they look? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Oh, that's so easy. You have to just put that little at symbol. You know, the one that's above the two on your keyboard. Uh, is it the same on a cell phone? I don't know. I guess in cell phones, it's separate keyboards. But yeah, hit that at symbol and put the word T-H-E, also pronounced for most often as the. Usually. Or if you're in, or in, if you're in front, France and you're saying T, you would say T. But mm-hmm. T-H-E, Beer Avengers, uh, at the Beer Avengers, all one word. And and you can see that on uh, on Instagram and Facebook and reluctantly on Twitter or X, X. it's called now. X. 
We don't call we don't, it by its do, Christian name. Okay, we don't do it's anything excellent. on there. But if you send it, send us a message there. We'll we'll try and respond. But uh, we don't we don't go there very often. Uh, or just at we can reach us at thebeervengers at gmail dot com. Uh, or you know, and you can you can send us an email there. DM us on the other things. And uh, if you do that, we'll we'll respond. I uh, we have some people who, who reach out frequently on there. Uh, I want to say uh, give a shout out to the. Uh, the uh the the why am i blanking on the name pairings uh the pairings acquired tastings acquired tastings so this is my fourth beer and they've all been pretty high in abv yeah i'm proud of tastings because because i think they reach out to us more than anyone else and i don't mention it every time and they're great uh and uh and we have other people too, uh, and, and we'll mention you if you if you reach out to us. We'll talk about you on the show, and uh, and and we're very happy you're all listening now. Yeah. Uh, well, and since we may also have uh, beer avengers who may want to hang out with CBTBC or however we're pronouncing it now, uh, Glowpopper, tell us where should they look if they want to hang out with you a little bit more as well. So they can find us um, on YouTube and any of podcast place at the City Brew Tours Beer Club or Sibitipika. Um, and also shop at citybrewtours.com. Yeah, get the um, holiday yeah, boxes. They're so the much fun. So they much really fun. Um, and you will see me there during the holiday boxes live streams as well. Yes. Ooh, that's cool. another excellent reason to go get the holiday boxes. Not only are they a ton yeah. of fun, but getting to hang out with Glowhopper, solid 10. Yep. Maybe yeah. even 11. It's a win-win situation. Uh, and yeah, that's, I think that's all we have, uh, for you, for you today. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Come back next time and, uh, Huck, play us out. Oh, we're the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the beer, Avengers, we're the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. Beer, 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 Avengers.